This is a resolution that got put together by some of my fellow council members. And uh, I would say I appreciate what they were trying to do, but the method that they went about doing it was very poor. That is St. Charles County Councilman Mike Elam talking about uh, a resolution earlier this week. There's some opposition to uh, bringing Latin American migrants to the St. Louis area. And joining us to talk about that on the Quiver River Electric guest line this afternoon, it is the president and CEO of International Institute of St. Louis, Ari Obenson, with us on KMOX. We appreciate your time today. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to be here. So from your perspective, what happened this week? Well, from our perspective, we believe that it, uh, a, a misunderstanding and mischaracterization of the nature of the work that we, we do here at the International Institute. That's what happened. Uh, we, we, we are looking at the moment as a teachable moment for all of us on the one hand, uh, that we, it's incumbent on us, the International Institute, um, to to reach out and communicate and educate people about our work. Um, it's also, um, on the other hand, um, an opportunity for community leaders um, to to understand our work and know why we need to work together to have a more welcoming and prosperous St. Louis. Ari, and also you talked about a miscommunication and misunderstanding. It sounded like there were a couple of people on the St. Charles County Council that backed this resolution, but others that thought the language uh, was wrong, unclear, and incorrect because, as you mentioned, the immigrants that would be sponsored by the International Institute would all be here legally. Oh, yes, absolutely. We we had four sponsors of this resolution, um, and we, which we found out on on Friday before the Monday in which it was coming up. Um, clearly, uh, the 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 content of the resolution was, as we um, have held out, a, a mischaracterization of our work and probably a misunderstanding of the nature of the work that uh, we 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 do. Um, we we reached out. We 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 reached out to all the sponsors, um, explaining to them what the Latino Outreach Program is and why this program is necessary for St. Louis, and how this program is going to support those who come here to this community and create a pathway for them to be self-sufficient, to be successful, and to help this community, help fill the gaps that we're facing um, in in the workforce in this community. The resolution is, uh, the opposition basically from the resolution is they don't want illegal immigrants coming to the St. Louis area. They'd be coming from Chicago. Um, Why is is there a feeling that that is what's going to happen here, that those coming are illegal and, and don't have the proper paperwork? Yeah, th- this is quite interesting because if that was the idea, there's no reason why we don't have them here already. If, he, if that was the idea to bring illegal people down here, we would already have them. But that's not the idea. This 
program is really based on the Biden administration's private sponsorship initiative that has opened the door to about 300,000 um, um, Latinos from four particular countries, Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua, and Venezuela, to come to the United States. They are in the United States across the country. We're trying to capitalize on the fact that just arriving, they don't have deep roots in other communities. If we provide them some support, they can see St. Louis as a place to be. They are in Chicago. They are in, in other parts of the country. And basically, we went to Chicago to work with the city of Chicago to identify those who meet our, 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 our eligibility standards so that those are the people that we can bring down here to be part of this program. So it is a process. It doesn't just um, happen overnight. It's also interesting for people to know that the Biden administration also granted what they call temporary protective status to 467,000 Venezuelans who are currently in the United States and are now eligible uh, to work. That's also the group that we're looking to bring um, to, to St. Louis. Everyone that we're attracting here is one that meets our eligibility requirement, which is have, be eligible to work in the United States. You talked about the support for those that the International Institute would sponsor. Can you walk me through some of what that support entails? When I put myself in a position of being in a new country, trying to find a job, make sure I have the paperwork, maybe I don't speak the language very well yet and I have to find an apartment, it seems overwhelming. What does the International Institute do to help make sure these people have a firm foundation as they start uh, living here in St. Louis? Well, thank you for that question. It's, it's, this is what the International Institute has been doing for many years. And more recently, this is what we did to support the Afghans who came into St. Louis. We're, we're really using um, the experience with the Afghans to, to, to support this initiative. We know housing is the biggest challenge that anyone faces. It begins with shelter. So this program actually provides up to three months of housing, giving us an opportunity to give people shelter and then the next step is identifying their skill sets and putting them into a pre-apprenticeship program that we are working with the trade unions to develop in Spanish that will enable them acquire the minimum skills that can get them started in one of the 15 trades that are offered. We're also working with other employers that have training programs so that we can put people through a three to six weeks training program that gives them skill sets. Simultaneously, we're also going to be providing English classes because many of these people will not be able to speak English, so we're offering that. Communication is extremely important. We used to think that cell phones and internet was a luxury. Now it's a necessity. So we are also providing up to six months of free um, internet service 
an unlimited data phone program in a partnership that we have developed with T-Mobile to be able to support them. We also have ramped up our immigration services to be able to support any needs that they may have in terms of immigration, um, which is all part of the process when you move into this country. There are things that you make, simple things like the need for you to have a change of address as an immigrant. There is an immigration process, and so we need to be able to support them with that. Those are, in the ballpark, that's what we are offering to be able to make the path smooth for them. Now, they may also benefit from the other programs that we have here at the International Institute, but those largely depend on a case-by-case basis. R.A. Obinson, uh, President and CEO of International Institute of St. Louis, we appreciate your time this afternoon. Thank you for talking with us. Thank you very much for the opportunity. That is Ari Obinson with us here on KMOX. I have tickets to give away. We have tickets. It's this oh, is a, yeah, come it's you on. and me. It's not just me. Well, you got them in your back pocket? No, they're in the vault. Oh yeah. The KMOX. The KMOX ticket vault. Yeah. Here's how we're gonna do this. Are you ready? Yeah. We are looking for caller number 18. Oh. 314-436-7900. You'll get to see the Eagles at Enterprise Center February 6th. Caller number 18. Good luck.